Welcome back to Equal Time Soccer. I am Mark Pavratsky. I'm lucky to be joined today by somebody who's climbing up the all-time scoring record list at Bemidji State, Sarah Went. Sarah, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for joining. Um, you're in the middle of now your fifth year at Bemidji State. You guys just came off a goal, uh, a win against Michigan Tech on the UP, and you scored the lone goal. How did it feel to get that first win after the first two games kind of, you know, getting your feet under you for the season? I think just for our team, like their confidence, it really helped because we've had so many opportunities to score and we just haven't been able to. So like finally getting a goal and getting that first win was like really cool for us. Mm -hmm. What's the trip like? I, I love going, I used to live in Duluth, so I liked going like to the UP, but I mean, when you actually go and have an away, you know, do you get to stay somewhere scenic? Do you get it, you know, what's it like going up into the wilderness? Um, so I love traveling whenever we have away games. So I obviously loved it. And then we got it. We ended up going downtown for one of our dinners and yeah. we got to go like walk along the water. We like went to a different, like a cute little ice cream place. And like I had a blast and I think our team had a blast. Mm -hmm. And we ended up staying about 20 minutes outside of like where Michigan Tech was. Oh. And it was kind of like a, it was right by the mines, okay. like the old mining towns, which was kind of cool to see and like walk by. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah, no, Marquette is a really cool little city. So yeah, that's a cool thing about getting it. It, it is rural. The UP is rural. The Bemidji is not at all anything close to what it's like driving out there. Um, but I mentioned kind of, you know, it, the getting your feet under you to start the season. Bemidji usually has some tough opponents in non-conference this year, maybe, you know, bigger than, you know, in the last couple of years. Last year, you played University of North Dakota. You went to the top of the Summit League and played South Dakota State. You know, they're a D1 NCAA tournament team. Um, so, you know, perhaps I, I'm sure you would have hoped to win, but, you know, expectations are a bit different. Just talk about that challenge and what it felt like to compete with them. I think playing or seeing we're going to play SCSU was really cool and exciting because we played I played North Dakota, I think, four times, and so we kind of knew what to expect, and, like, mm -hmm. we kind of knew what they played like, but SDSU is obviously a very respectable team, and they did win the Summit League, so it was really cool seeing, like, we had previously won our, like, won our league, and, like, we were going up against another league champ, mm -hmm. obviously different divisions, but, uh -huh. um, yeah, they, they're a very good team, and watching them play, like, was really fun, and I think it kind of helped us figure out what we needed to work on, what went well, like, mm -hmm. And we, uh, we hung in there for a while, um, and it was super, super windy. So, like, both teams had to deal with that, which is kind of crazy. I've never played in that bad of wind. Uh, but, yeah, it was it, – I loved playing them. I would I want to play them again. I wish we yeah. could play them again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it certainly – it has to help you at least set a tone of we know we need to get to just such a higher level, you know, by the time we're in the NCAA tournament conversation, you know, that – you're going to be playing a team probably not not as good as South Dakota State, but, you know, that way, you know, how far you can go. Yeah. How has the team since last year, you know, you and there's a lot of players still on the team with a lot of experience, a lot of fifth year players, obviously, with with the COVID year we had. Um, but just talk about how the, the team is different, because you have a lot of seniors and fifth years and then also a lot of freshmen, too. I think we did return most of our team, which really helped, but we have some people that are playing new positions and then some people that are switching around. And then we do have a, we have a huge freshman class that's coming in and we have freshmen that are getting minutes right away. And so it's kind of like learning their playing style. And then they're also learning our playing style. And I think it does help that we have majority of like an older group or like we have, we do have like five fifth years and Allie who's sixth year mm -hmm. and it helps for like 
I guess, understanding how we play. And then we can kind of like lead them better to like understand like this is how we want to play. This is how we do play. And like the younger girls, obviously going in to SDSU, like they didn't really realize how big of a game it was. And then especially this past weekend, it's kind of hard to understand how important these two regional games are. But I think with having the older girls, it definitely helped. Like we were able to be like, okay, like we do need to focus on these games. Like these are super important. Like these aren't just random games. Like we can't, we can't drop them type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and because, I mean, you learn, I mean, last year you happened to, you learned that you got the tournament berth because you were good enough, you know, without winning the conference. So it is something, you know, the NSIC is good enough that, if you can make yourself one of the top teams and for whatever reason don't win the conference, I mean, you have to win these games to to be ranked, you know, like you were last year. So yeah, that's, right. um, and you know, that's something Mankato, I saw they, they had a big challenge too, not not D1 like that, but they went to like Grand Valley State and snuck, you know, 1-0 win. So I'm sure for them, that's a big mm-hmm. motivator and probably for you guys, a motivator to say, right. knock you off, yeah. <laughs> What are you, so speaking of that, I mean, returning so many players from a team, you won the most games you've ever won, or you went as far as you've ever gone, for sure, and I think won as many games as a Bemidji team has. So just for you as the team going into this year, I'm curious, you know, from the coaching staff and from you uh, older senior players, like what are the goals for this year? I think our goal every year is to get like be better than we were last year. Like we want to try to go farther. We want to try to like improve from where we left off last year, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, everyone's goal in this conference is to win the conference title. So like, of course, we're trying to do that again. And I think mainly we just want to be able to play our type of soccer and like go as far as we can with that. Mm -hmm. And I think having um, multiple girls that have already won a conference title, like we kind of understand like the grit and like determination it takes to win again. And like, just like the little things like taking care of your body, like being able to like push yourself and like taking care of in, or injuries and like being preventative and stuff like that. I think it helps like the young girls kind of like understand what it would take. Mm-hmm. For you personally, I wonder what it meant because I, I'll talk about it a little later, but you know, you've been in the tournament a few years ago, but for you to make it and be, you know, a contributing, you're really a, a senior player in the team last year, you made it in, you guys actually made, you know, you had two wins. I mean, one by shootout, which we'll talk about, but so what did it mean for you in terms of confidence as a player going into your, this graduate year, you know, going through that and being one of the players, you know, leading it? I think it helped a lot with my personal confidence and just knowing that all the work I have put in and like the team has put in, like it's, it's like paying off and that we can do it. And a lot of teams vote against us and like, they don't want us to win or like, not necessarily win, but like do well. And like this, like last year kind of helped, like we can do this. Like it doesn't really matter what other people think. Like if we're, we were good enough to go like to the sweet 16. Mm -hmm. And so I think it just helps like as a team confidence too, that if we want something and like, we really want to go after it, like we are able to do that. And like, if we want to push ourselves as much as we can, like to get the results we want type thing. But I think that helped a lot. Yeah. How much did it mean? I mean, Look, yeah, I don't have to dance around it. How much did it mean that you guys made it further than Mankato last year? Oh, <laughs> well, they're also a very respectable team. Like, it was cool to see that we could go farther because they're always the team to beat. Like, we do always, like, we look forward to that game just as every other game. Mm-hmm. But it was, I think it helped our confidence a little more that, like, we, we, we did this. Like, we, we went the farthest in the NSIC. Like, we mm-hmm. were the team, like, that, like, made it, essentially. And, like, it yeah. just 
helped our confidence a lot. Yeah, it was it was so fun to watch last year, and it was we you know we were doing shows with you know uh, former Bemidji player Rachel Martin, so she was she helped me a lot, and that, it was just a blast to see it. It was you know the shootout, especially which we'll talk about um, after we do an ad read, but um, yeah, that was a blast, and I'm sure. So for you, I'm wondering too going forward. It's you know obviously you've gone through four years of undergraduate already. This year, you're grad, you're in graduate now. And so for you going forward, I wonder how you think about, you know, soccer going forward or, you know, whether if, if this is the last run soccer or if it's, you have other plans of what to do after you're done at Bemidji. Um, so far I have no other plans. I want to get into med school and like start my career that way. Um, I think for soccer wise this year, I don't know, this is cheesy, but just kind of taking it all in, like, getting to play with my best friends again like that's honestly like all I wanted to be able to do and like obviously we want to like improve and just go as far as we can but like just like I don't know being able to be coached by like coach Stone again and Mike and like just like making all the memories with my teammates I think is like the biggest thing for me awesome not too many plans just med school for sure <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but I think it's a pretty concrete plan parents would be proud yeah but I'll take we'll take a quick break so I can give a shout out to our sponsor our sponsor Pence Homes this show is brought to you by Pence Homes whether you're buying or selling or if you're looking to do some projects in your current home Nate and Lydia can help you find what you need need financing for a basement remodel looking to add a second bath or even a workspace now that you're working from home Pence Homes and their preferred lender Angie Shearer with Luminate Financing can help find the right financing tool for you. Go to PenceHomes.com to learn more or find them on social media at PenceHomes. All right. Um, so I want to bring it back because it's it must feel with COVID in the middle, I can't imagine because having college uh, have that split by COVID must make it feel even longer that you've been at Bemidji. But like when, I want to ask you how you ended up at Bemidji. You know, that and then recruitment did not start, you know, that started earlier. So maybe it was 10 years ago or something, the first time you got a letter from them. How did you end up getting linked? Do you remember how you first heard uh, from BSU? Um, I don't really remember. I wasn't or like my parents weren't super huge on the recruiting. Like we didn't really understand like kind of what it was. So I didn't reach out to many schools, but I went to like State Cup and like USA Cup and stuff like that. And so um, the oldest isn't. Um, Andy actually saw me um, and was watching one of my friends play and we were actually playing against Aaron Beggar's team uh -huh. so he was kind of watching all three of us and then they asked me to come up for an, for a visit and so Bemidji was um, like the only school that like I had communicated with because okay. I didn't really understand the recruiting process yeah. um, but immediately when I met them like and I met all the girls like it felt like home and everyone always says you want a place that feels like home so mm -hmm. like as cheesy as that is Mm -hmm. I really wanted to come here. And I'm, How old I'm were, you, were you? A sophomore? Were you a sophomore when you visited? How old um, were you? A junior? I think I was a junior. I think I visited fall of junior year, and then I committed in January. I think. Yeah. Wait, maybe no. It was sophomore year. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sophomore year, January. So, it, it, as you remember it, like they were the only ones who were offering you a scholarship or a place to play. Yeah, correct. All right, well, good call, Bemidji State. Mm -hmm. <laughs> good, a good. Uh, I mean, it, it, well, I'm gonna talk to you about your goal scoring tally. So I'd like to say, I mean, yeah, it's a good job by that coach. Who knows? You would have been a really good player on the Sunday League team if that's what happened. If you didn't go to Bemidji, um, how did and did you consider playing? I don't know too, because I know you played other sports in high school. Did you consider trying to play other sports? That, what were you a thousand point basketball scorer? Yeah, so I did have a successful career in basketball in high school, and I think 
I was never on a super competitive soccer team. Like I wasn't on like a traveling, like showcase only team. I was more on a team that like we kind of grew up together. So we wanted to stay together, like just kind of enjoy it. And then, so I was trying to go somewhere for basketball a little bit, but I wasn't like pushing it. It was kind of like, if it happened, it happened. And then once I committed for soccer, um, my coach was like asked by the coach here now. So DeVille, if she had any girls and she's like, I do, but I just like soccer just got her. And she was like, oh, okay. Uh Yeah. I think I made, I made the right decision playing soccer. Yeah. Did you play, were you a forward in basketball or kind of like a wing? What did you play? No, I was a shooting guard. Okay. Yeah. I was not tall enough to be a forward. I just, I I know, yeah, I don't know how tall you are to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at, when high school level, you never know. Um, what was it? So when you go to BSU, like, I mean, it's surprising to know is your only offer also good. Yeah. Coaches, you got to keep digging. Um, what was the most challenging part? Cause it's, they're a team that's successful, you know, and you're coming into it. Um, what was the most challenging part of that transition for you going to college soccer? I think just, I don't know, uh, probably just trying to adapt to how they played. Mm-hmm. And like, I wasn't, I don't, I wasn't someone that like came in and I was like, oh, I really want to play. Like I was someone that I was like, I want to work really, really hard. And like, if I get to play, like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, I knew there were really talented girls ahead of me. Like Allie and Rachel were ahead of me in for as forward. So I was like, yeah. I want to try to like help them be better. I want to try to make myself better. And like, just kind of like figuring out how to push myself, I guess is, is the word, like how to push myself enough to like improve without kind of like tiring myself out too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. How to have the drive. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you have to want it. I mean, more than just what's fun. I mean, you have to push yourself yeah. if you want to. So, I mean, yeah, coming in with forwards who are already doing that, I'm sure helped you see what, what was needed. Yeah. And I mean, so I, I mentioned it briefly, but so your freshman year, you make the NCAA tournament. So that must be amazing. And you were playing too. It's not like you were just sitting on the bench. You had a couple goals, a few assists. Um, and then I don't know if, it, if you maybe have better perspective on it now, because th- at that point, maybe you think, yeah, we could just make it every year, but you had to wait three years. So I'm just curious, like now, if that means something different to you, you know, knowing that you had to sit through, sit through COVID, not know if you get to do it again. I th- it does. It definitely means more as a freshman. I didn't really understand what it meant to go. I was like, oh, like this is this is cool. And like, this is fun to be in. And then like one sophomore year hit and we didn't make it. It was like a really sour taste in your mouth. And then we didn't get to play junior year. So then right. senior year, like we were kind of like, like, we want to try to go, like that's our goal. And then this year, like, again, it's a goal of everyone, but we want to try to like be our best and like improve from last year and like go farther than we can. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite, what win meant the most last year? Because I know like you, um, obviously you had the tough, the really tough loss to Mankato in the, in the conference final. You had tied them in a tough game. But I mean, otherwise you did not lose very often last year. So I'm just wondering what stands out most or is there, because whether it might be a game you just had really good goal or, you know, not just necessarily, obviously winning in the NCAAs is a pretty big part of it. I think, I don't know. I mean, I, I get excited whenever we win. I don't really care who scores as long as we win. Mm-hmm. But I think the game that was stood out the most was Northern Michigan. Uh-huh. And it was like Dahl had assisted in me for like the overtime goal. Uh-huh. And I didn't really re- realize it then, but like this year without the overtime, like we don't like we don't really know what would have, what would have happened. So just like the fact that we did it, uh-huh. we got to do that. And then that one was also such a team win. Like we had a bunch of like so many different people score. Mm-hmm. And like that weekend was just really fun. So I think 
probably say that one. I mean, Emporia was also really cool to mm-hmm. make it past like the first round. Mm-hmm. That was always fun, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm, the, I, that's something unique about both you and Duluth. They play because kind of every other team in the NSIC, as I was you know, starting to cover this fall, they do their non-conference. They go down to Iowa. They go to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. They go to Missouri. The same places you go to play like regional games, which, which is good to prep, but also I'm sure it gets fairly repetitive if you're just wow. going to central Missouri all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's cool that both you guys get to play, you know, go to Michigan, get a little, mix it up a little bit. Um, and I do have to ask you, I mean, so obviously you could, it's cool to know how much fun you had in Northern Michigan. The biggest visible wins were in the NCAA tournament. So I wanted to ask you about um, the shootout because, so you won the first game in a shootout. And first off, I just say, obviously you took one of them. Yeah. Every one of the players made it. Like you got five through and Stumbaugh made up one save. And I'm, I'm wondering if you remember who all took the penalty. I'm guessing you do, but do you remember who took the five penalties? Um, yeah, so it was Aaron, me, and then I don't remember the order, but it was Allie, Hallie, and then Emma was our last one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and it, yeah, so you made it. And how many times have you had to do a shootout before in your soccer career? Um, I mean, in club or no, in high school, we didn't, we did my senior year, we had two, mm-hmm. and then club i mean we've done a couple but like yeah. they're not like super serious like like they are but they aren't like yeah. this was probably the most like the highest stakes game i've ever had it in and like yeah. you could feel the most pressure and like everyone was kind of like mm-hmm. on their toes like what's gonna happen type thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah did you and well so this is something too so i re-listened to um last fall after this had happened but before you played your sweet 16 game we had um doll and mortensen on and they had said that it was surprising because it is not common to have this happen. They said the coach had not told you, like it not lined up before the game who the five were. Is that true? And um, that, like it just happened when you got into it in the game? Well, kind of. So we knew, so Aaron Becker is our alt, like she like will take our PKs. I mean, like we have three girls, like it would be me, Allie and Aaron, but like Aaron will take them if we have them in game. So we knew it was us three at least. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I guess that's true. Yeah, we didn't really know who was going to be. We had practiced a couple weeks, like, previous, and there was, like, eight of us who was kind of, like, deciding for mm-hmm. Um But, yeah, no, he didn't tell us, like, yeah. the for sure, the right. least the last two until we actually, like, had to stop yeah. up and become. It's, I mean, it's an interesting strategy because you do – I mean, part of it is who – you look them in the eye at the time and see who's, like, ready for it. And then, you mm-hmm. know, part of it is, I guess, at the time I surmised with uh, with Megan and with uh, Mortensen that maybe he didn't want people overthinking the fact. Like, uh, three days before that, like, I'm going to take it. Do I go left like I do? or do, You know, and right. who knows? You, you could be a sports psychologist either way, I suppose. Yeah. Well, he picked me and Emma – because we're more like, oh, we'll just go and take it. Like, we don't, like, put a lot of pressure on, which is kind of what you need. Uh-huh. But, yeah. <laughs> nice. So, you made them all. I wanted to I wanted to dig in a little bit. Look, it's, you know, coach and everyone watching, it's a team game. We're focused on one game at a time. But fans want to hear about records and goals. So, I got to ask. Oh, so, <laughs> Rachel Norton is the top goal scorer of all time. She has 49 goals. You came into this year with 35. You have one already. So I just have to ask, you know, like it, it, people set personal goals for themselves. I'm just wondering if that you know, entered your mind at all. Like I want to try to get 14 or 15, you know, to, to get to the top. 
Um, well, I didn't know what I was at um, until one of the stories came out, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess, like, it would be cool to, like, break that record, but, like, at the same time, I'd rather have us go farther right. and have me not score than, like, have me score and us not, like, make it as far as we want. So, like, that's, like, more my, like, mentality. Like, it's it would be really here. cool to get that goal, like, that yeah like whatever but i'd rather have us go farther as a team yeah and like have me get like all like the celebrations and stuff like even like even last year i just really wanted to help my team win i always try and walk players into it they're too savvy they give the coach answers they they know you know they <laughs> i know i i mean and obviously you don't have to choose uh because a lot of times you are scoring there so you get to score and win so it's not like you're actually not scoring and get yeah right so it makes it easier that way um but i wanted to ask and, and we'll and a shout out to rachel too because you know say so it's very possible that you could get um 14 goals this year or 15 definitely within their own possibility but rachel you'll still probably have that points record because God damn, you have 125 points, 49 goals, and 27 assists. So Yeah, Rachel. Rachel's such a great player. Yeah, so she's definitely up there. But I want to ask you about someone else you played with a long time, which is Allison Smith. Allison has tons of goals, 26 career goals, 26 career assists. So, I mean, just what makes her special to play with? What makes her a difference maker? Um, I think she's someone who's super selfless in the sense that she like her saw or her freshman year like she obviously scored a lot and like she still does score a lot but like she is like super super good at like assisting and she's someone that like you know she'll give 100 no matter what she does and she also just wants to like the best for the team she just wants to win and if that's her scoring like that's great and if that's me scoring that's also great and like if that's someone else scoring it doesn't really matter as long as we win mm -hmm. and so i think she's just someone that like she leads by example you can see how hard she works on the field like how hard she works off and obviously working through injuries is super hard like she came into the season like not feeling her best and like she's still working up towards her best but you you wouldn't know by watching practices like she gives her all all the time you'll mm -hmm. never see her slacking so she's someone who i've always looked up to like since i was a freshman and i'm really excited i get to play five years with her yeah you got, i mean that's a really special thing i mean COVID has created the opportunity, although in some teams it's created roster squeezes too. I mean, so it's not like everyone, that just means you got to keep together for five years. So it is, you know, I think everyone who went to undergrad was like, oh man, it'd be kind of cool if we got to have one more year with all my buds. So it's like, that's, you got to do it. So that is mm -hmm. cool. Um, I will say this, it, we, I was watching I, more and more the last few years, and especially it's like the same time as equal time to making content, it makes it a lot more fun for us when like teams are making content too. And Bemidji has started to do a lot more just kind of goofy, you know, I imagine that I don't have a TikTok. I'm too old for that to be really, you know, something that's right. Cause I'm 34, but I would guess these would be things that we put on TikTok, Insta stories and your teammates did, you have a great camaraderie, but your teammates were throwing you under the bus in one of them because yeah. I don't know if they said, it's a great prompt. So whoever's doing it at the BSU athletics go work, but uh, or maybe, you know, but they said they, they did you dirty with this one. They're asking teammates who would die first in the hunger games. And there were other people who were picked, you know, like Mortensen, I think that's but you got a lot of, a lot of stray bullets from the teammates. What, uh, What's that about? Why are they? Why do they pick you, Sarah? I don't know. I would 100% survive, so I don't really know. Um, <laughs> is it like that you need Insta or something, so you could, you know, or like what are they? It's, I don't know what they're trying to say. I I don't know. They 
they probably think I'm gonna like walk into fire or something. Like I don't know, but they really did me dirty there. <laughs> I tell you what. Well, if it was about trying to survive together, they didn't. They weren't trying to do any teamwork. Exactly. They were totally... <laughs> exactly. Um... <laughs> there was also a great. There was also a great piece of content. You can go to the BSU Soccer Twitter for sure. Probably on Instagram. That was who should not have the pregame <sighs> uh, sound cord. I don't know. If, I don't know if you were in that, Sarah. Do you have thoughts on that? Who shouldn't have that? Um, there was a couple people who got a lot of picks in that, and it was. And Alyssa said, "You know, what, I don't care." Alyssa Stamba said, "You know, what, I don't care. I like my Christian music." <laughs> but yeah. she got picked a lot. <laughs> I think Alyssa and Juice. Juice listens like really like Frank Sinatra, like really slow. Oh. And I more like like pump right. up. Like I really like Big Booty Mix. Right. I've always liked that. One of my friends. Um, who lives in Bemidji show me that and I instantly loved it but <laughs> right it's not about the it's not about your taste being bad it's just about the time for pump up it's exactly. not about the music being bad or better yeah. <laughs> yeah no I think I should have ox I will stay with that I think I should have it <laughs> uh, and then also I love it too a teammate was mic'd up uh for <laughs> which is like you could just tell how which you're like they're like very awkward like I think it was Aaron Becker right yeah. Uh, was that fun for you guys? Like, I don't, I, they do that in, you see the women's national team and men, people do that, but like, was it, is it fun to kind of add that into training, have like those little bits like that? We've never done a mic'd up person, um, but Erin was 100% the right choice in that. It was uh, so funny because she'll just make little comments, like weird comments, like just like random things uh, when she's playing or just like, she'll make like noises when she shoots, she'll be like, oh, uh, uh, dang it, like, something really funny. <laughs> and so when they told me she was getting mic'd up, I was like, oh, good, like, this will be hilarious. It would be great. It would be, I mean, it would be great to have it on the field, you know, for some players. I mean, oh, some yeah. coaches, some coaches, we don't need a mic. I watched a lot of the, mm-hmm. a lot of the dude coaches who's like, I don't need a mic. I can hear you <gasps> right now from the stands. But um, I need it. We got to wrap it up. I always want to know, though, uh, Sarah, within, this is with we, D2, we focus on the Minnesota schools and then SIC. So it doesn't have to be Minnesota schools, but what is the team you want to beat the most when you play? And then SIC. I think I know who you'll say. Um, probably Cato. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, ever since I've been here, we beat them my freshman year, and then it's kind of been like mm-hmm. ties, and then like they beat us in the um, championship, which we kind of we want it back. We want that game back, but yeah. definitely Cato. <laughs> I did check. Is it a home game this year? Yeah, we actually play them next weekend, which is oh, our yeah. homecoming, which is kind of fun. Yeah, we will. And honestly, that's a good reminder. Yeah, we'll definitely try and do some coverage of that game because I don't work till that evening. So yeah, that'll be fun. Perfect. <laughs> what's your and what's your favorite aside from you know like going because you want to beat Mankato? What's your favorite away trip? Because there are some really you know, like Northern State, for example. It's not like they're like your close rival, but they have a really nice like soccer you know pitch. Um, but you know, going to Duluth, you know, like what what's your favorite away trip? Oh, that's hard. Um, I like all of them, but. I think, I think, no, I like going to Northern. Northern's always fun. Uh-huh. Um, I like, or any, the South Dakota schools probably uh-huh. because like Mike Corman, who's our assistant, his parents will make us dinners. Oh. They're, they're always amazing. And nice. we get to go there a couple of times this year. So <laughs> that'll be fun. But That's sweet. Yeah. Even, even with the super long bus trip. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it worth it. <laughs> you guys do have about, I mean, well, the, you know, Probably Mary has as far a drive as anybody, but like you guys do have it pretty. I mean, you get some long trips. When you go down to Iowa, or if you're South Dakota, I mean, 
yeah, you get some long trips for yeah, sure. Yeah, it gets long, <laughs> but I don't mind it. I like being on the bus. I love yeah. away trips, but uh -huh. yeah. Nice. What what will you miss most? So say, I don't know if this is your last year at BSU, if you're going to finish your program there, but inevitably, you know, if you're finished going to med school, you'll end up somewhere else. So what will you miss aside from, you know, like teammates and like, you know, your and your friends, what will you miss most about Bemidji if you have, when you have to move? Um, I mean, besides the people, like my teammates, like I love everyone here, but the lake, I mean, I live like a block and a half away from the lake. Nice. So it's kind of really convenient and just like, how like everyone here is so nice like you can't really go somewhere like if they see you with a Bemidji State shirt on they're like oh like go Bees like uh -huh. a lot of people follow soccer which is really nice and they're like oh like we're so excited for your season like good luck and like just like how kind the people are mm -hmm. and then like my teammates my roommates have lived with them for four years nice yeah well no it's it's a cool it's a it's a unique college town like that we have some of the like really special ones in mm -hmm. in your league you know like Duluth and Mankato they're all really are built around the team but Bemidji is smaller than those like where it's like it really is a piece of it so yeah shout out I mean I used to go do math contests at BSU every year so we look it's and probably musicals up too yeah <laughs> well it was awesome talking to you Sarah we wish you luck we're really excited to catch the game with Mankato next Friday and or yeah coming up and wish you all the best. Good luck on that record too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> all right. Thanks everybody.